welcome to GYSB Talks. I am your host, Carla Palmer, founder and creator of GYSB. Get your sexy back, health and fitness movement. Over 13 years ago, I lost over 50 pounds and on that journey, I found joy, peace and more self-love. That's how the GYSB movement got started because I wanted to share with other people what I had found for myself. And now in my 50s, I'm still on this journey. And now I'm starting to navigate some of the inevitable changes that come with aging. So GYSB Talks will cover topics that will help women in their 40s, 50s, and 60s get to their next level of optimal living. Physically, mentally, spiritually, financially, and in relationships. Guys, I'm so glad you're here. Now, let's get into today's topic, shall we? Imagine being at Peak Fitness, a disciplined personal trainer with a thriving gym where you show up every day excited to help everyone else reach their fitness goals. Then in a matter of seconds, one night, your entire world is flipped upside down and turned inside out. You wake up after being in a coma for months. You wake up and find that you are now an amputee with a host of other physical challenges and a very long road ahead to some sense of recovery. Today, you'll meet my friend Thomas, affectionately known as T. Hill. His story, man, it's a testament. It's a testament to the power of the mind when there is a non-negotiable will to live. And today, my GYSB Talks community, today we are going to embrace T. Hill's mantra, from I can't to I can. Let me say that again because I want y'all to get it. From I can't to I can. You know, all the times when we've said that I can't, I can't do that. You can't do that. We can't do that. That can't happen. T. Hill was not having it. And he is proof that if you change your mindset and you change the things that you say, you can even when it seems impossible, even when the statistics say something else, even when people are saying there is no way, if you say that you can, like Thomas said that he can, then you can. And this story, man, it's a powerful story. I cannot wait for you guys to hear it. Let's get this conversation started. Thomas, welcome to the show. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Thank you for inviting me. Happy to have you here. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? It's always a pleasure working with you, Ms. Palmer. Ms. GYSB. <laughs> yes, ma'am. So so today our, our topic is from I can't to I can. We are talking to the bionic man, as he calls himself. I have seen you come back from that tragedy in a way that I'm, I haven't seen many people do. And it's such an inspiration, your story of resilience, your mindset, all of those things. Like I just, I thought it would be really cool to have you on the show and talk to people about your experience and how you were able to come back from this tragic accident. Um, before that you were, you know, thriving in life, you know, you had all the perfect body, I'd say. You're a fitness trainer. 
and this this thing happens where your life is just shifted in a matter of moments. Can you talk about your story a little bit? Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, like 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 you said, uh, like in the blink of an eye, everybody understand anything could happen, mm-hmm. and that's what happened to me. One day I was up, going, living life, training people, helping others, uh, fighting fighting my physical challenges, never really had a mental challenge to fight. I was 45 years old. Amazing, huh? Yeah. But uh, the car accident happened uh, early, early, early weekend morning. Everybody was wondering where I was, what I, what happened to me. I usually have a, a lineup and everyone's like coming to my gym at six in the morning. I usually start on the weekend as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're like, man, where is he at? What happened? You know, and then, you know, people, they, uh, they, uh, figure, we'll, we'll, we'll call the county jail. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I wasn't at the county jail. I don't know what would make my clients think of such a thing, though. <laughs> so, uh, my family had got here early in the, earlier that afternoon. They had got notified, uh, and, uh, so eventually everyone found out I had this terrible car accident. Car accident left me in the hospital for nine months without before release. So I had deep, some serious, I mean, almost, almost tragic injuries. Obviously, not totally, completely, because I'm still here. But think of having 50, 50 surgeries within the first two weeks, uh, uh, over 100 surgeries before the first month. And I was still in a coma. Left me with a uh, above the hip left leg uh, articulation, uh, that's a missing limb, and uh, left me several wounds that would take up to two months, not two months, two years to heal throughout my other leg, on my hip, on my stomach, in my groin, on my pelvis, shattered my left hip. So that's totally remade up, you know, I guess that's where the part of the bionic man come from, you know, steel plates within my left hip uh, left me with several injuries and wounds that just seem to be, seem not to want to, want to, as of today, I'm still having frequent visits with my original, original doctors. Mm-hmm. And although I'm still having follow-up surgeries, the, the doctors and the medical team are amazed that I even survived and I'm still here able to go to these follow-up surgeries, I mean, follow-up appointments. A hole busted in my left hip in the, in the, in the articulation, which is a flap that dehissed and it, isn't, it, and it hasn't been able to close since then. Mm. So I have that wound. I have uh, left me with a ostomy bag. That's basically a, a, a bag that you, that, that, that you empty your waist that's attached to your somewhere on your stomach. Since they had to reconstruct, re, refix everything in my in my in, in my torso, they had to, I mean like 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 Miss Carla Palmer said, I was a I was a personal trainer and I kept myself up to fit, you know. Yes you did. Yes you I was did. something I took very serious because that's my 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 being, what I know and my body was part of my business. So without that, crush a personal trainer's uh, business. But what happened, 
they had to cut out all them prized uh, stomach muscles. Oh, wow. Left me without a stomach. Well, 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 well. I have a stomach, but I'm talking about the, the, the muscles. What makes up your six pack? Some would say I probably had an eight pack. Oh, you had an eight pack. You sure I, you definitely had an eight pack. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But <laughs> um, unfortunately, I have that no more because they had to remove the muscles because my muscles uh, 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 in the accident, uh, they were dying. And when your muscles die, they give out a poison that can infect the rest of your body, shut down your organs. So they have to immediately get that spewing that that poison out, that waste products basically throughout your uh, body because there's channels all the waste goes through. But when a muscle dies and splits, it's part of what helps hold the uh, organs, tubes, and everything that helps all your waste travel. So yeah. bust it's easier for everything else to bust open. And that's okay. what would have happened to me. So they had to remove that immediately. So back to my ostomy bag, boom, they had a hard time finding where to connect this thing, which has, which was, which took another two and a half years of fixture, fixes, things busting, things having to go back to reapply and whatnot. And now thank, thank, thank God and his blessing. By the way, let me tell you that first, that there is a God. Mm-hmm. He's to uh, save me through all this year. That's what I should have started this out with. My fault. Back it on up. <laughs> Let me just say, I was blessed by God to be able to make it and see and be here on this show with Miss GYSB. Now it's 2023. My, my accident happened in 2016. Thankfully, it's been three years now that I haven't had to uh, worry about it. And uh, we got to a place where, uh, because I'm because 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 I only got that it's that it's being able to being able to be maintenance now. That's part of my that was part of my wounds that I was still having to go back for. So in three years, mostly just about everything that uh that uh we had to fix got fixed. I have a couple of uh, follow-ups with my uh, pain doctor, of course, because I experienced uh, a chronic pain. What's that called? Pain pills. Okay. Is when I used to be. They was I was having to take nine pills a day, nerve medicine for my phantom pain. So that's nine plus twelve. That's over twenty pills I was taking daily. Mm. That's the pain that I was in because of the basic, you know, the blunt trauma to my body. And it was hard to cope with, especially while I was in the hospital. Very hard to cope with. Uh, but uh, now, thank God, I'm down to four pills a day. Wow. I got out of my coma, and I still didn't know what had happened to me. It got wow. dropped dropped down on me through a, a nurse just speaking. Well, I mean, I knew I was in a hospital. Don't get that. But the main just of it, I, did, I still didn't know. You didn't know that you didn't have the leg? Exactly. Wow. Imagine that. Wow. Imagine that. I was in the hospital. After I came out of the coma and uh, the nurse was just sitting there talking with me and she had said something about, and you're missing leg. We're thinking to try and see if we can get you a prosthetics, something along that conversation. And I said, I, 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 wait, wait a minute. Oh my gosh. Yes. I, uh, that was, that kind of, even though I was still fresh out of the coma, but it kind of just really 
hit me like another another train. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I didn't even know because you know when you have a missing limb. I, I, first of all, I was laying in the bed, so I couldn't get up and get go nowhere because of all the all the tubes and I, I noticed all, I'm hooked up to a lot of stuff. And at the time, my communication wasn't necessarily through through talking; it was through uh, punching stuff down because I had a trek in my throat. So oh, when I say I said this, I was doing this through the uh, pecking on the piece of paper, on the uh, thing, the recording thing. You're laying in bed. Anytime you know you bring your leg up, and you and, and you just bend it up, and you're just laying in bed. And uh, I already have my right leg bent up, and I'm thinking I'm moving my left leg. When because you, you can still limb, feel it, right? You can still feel it like it's there. Mm-hmm. The phantom pain is actual pain that you feel from the trauma, like when they are cutting the leg. And I had to get probably from the ankle to above the knee, only to below the knee to above the knee and then to the hip above the hip because I had a blood clot and they couldn't find where it was at going back to my heart. Blood was going down, but it wasn't heading back. So they had to find where I was at and that's where they had to cut it off. Okay. So I, they I, did it in, in segments just to see yeah, how much they could save. Exactly. Trying to save as much as they could. And this all was through consultation with my mom and my sister. They had power attorney over me at the time because of, because of uh, I was out, I was in, I was in a uh, uh, coma. Uh, coma, yeah. So they, it, and, and that's a hell of a decision for a mom and sister to make because basically you're like, we're gonna, we need you to make the decision for this because he's gonna live or die from this. Right. So imagine a parent and a sibling having to make such choices, mm-hmm. and I'm laying there just unable to move. I'm unable to talk. I'm, I'm, I'm going to call them deep, right? So uh, they had to make some of the most toughest decisions of, uh, of their life for my life. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, at this point in time, most definitely, I appreciate and thank them for that. There. Yeah. So you come out, you realize, you hear the nurse say something about your prosthetic mm-hmm. and having to, they had to amputate your leg. You don't know any of this has happened and you have this kind of shock right and then as the weeks go on from there did you get in any sort of like depressive state I couldn't understand why I'd have to go through such a thing thinking you know I've done and I've helped so many go from from depression to anger to 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 complete silence I accused uh I was mad mad at, at my parent at my mom and my sister to even make that decision to keep me around. You know what I'm saying? Because I was thinking that it was time for me to go. Why didn't you just let me go? I was in that type of depressive and anger, anger movement. Uh, 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 once And once I found out I didn't have a leg, best believe it, 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 it probably got, got worse you know, yeah. uh, from that point. So, you know, I most definitely I went through the deepest depression, the deepest anger, the deepest, uh, 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 just you know, of feeling like it, I was all by myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What did you? How did you come to terms? And I know it's been a long time. I know it did not happen overnight. But how did you come to terms with your new way of living, and eventually go back? I mean, your story is so amazing because you went back to training, first training yourself to get your strength. 
but your ultimate goal was to save your gym and to go back and start working with your clients again, which is what you're doing right now. I was crying all the time about the things I couldn't do. Right. Mad at everybody, mad at the world, mad at God. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Why am I still here? I can't do this and I, I can't do that. And I would be screaming and slamming my hand down. I wasn't that powerful, so don't think it was that hard. <laughs> 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 yeah, I was up every bit about 89 pounds. It put ages, years on me. I looked like I was 85, not 45, right? Uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm upset and I'm crying and I'm pissed off. And you know what? I just woke up one day, to be honest, because mm. I got tired of crying myself to sleep every night. Uh, there were nurses in the uh, hospital because I was, I was getting shipped from hospitals to re long-term rehab centers. They shift you to this spot. They shift you to that spot. And I'd be, I'd, I'd find myself up all night talking to uh, nurses and, 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 and talking to them, crying about everything I had to do, bringing them to cheers. It was getting on my nerves, to be honest. And I just, I, yeah, it's true. I was, I was getting on my own nerves. Then getting on everybody else's nerve for crying. And I was like, it just dawned on me one morning, or it might have been a late night, that, uh, you know, my whole existence on this earth was helping others, help others change their mindset, get them to believe they can take their fitness to the next level. Because that's my, that's my motto for my gym. Yeah. Next, it's next level fitness. Take your fitness to the next level. Yes. And I sit back and I, First, I cursed myself again for wasting so much time and so much energy on what I, I was always trying to coach, preach, teach, motivate those in the public of what they needed to do, not to change their mindset. I had to take that and teach, coach, motivate myself. So yeah. instead, of, instead of stop, instead of always saying I can't, I started saying I can. Mm. And that new motto has driven me from 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 rehabbing to strengthening to training other clients to uh, doing interviews like this, this and whatnot, and uh, speaking to classes of my uh, my my alma mater's Lacey University here in Oklahoma. And I've been up there to talk to a couple of the classes up there to, to the young students and make them realize, you know, the opportunities that they have. And I would tie in my, my from I can't to I can story to their ability to be able to change their, their conditions, their present conditions and opportunities they have to take it to the next level. Mm -hmm. So uh, with that, I'll be getting out. And that happened before I even got let out the hospital when that, when that mindset changed. Probably the last two two months. So that's probably about how long? About, about five six months. I was really it was hard on you. It was hard on your boy. So, uh, did you have therapy in there? I had no therapy. What? They, no, no therapy at all. They offered it. They I was gonna always, say, did they offer it and you declined, or they didn't they, offer it? They they offered it. The thing about it, uh. The therapy 
uh, I'm thinking in my mind it's going to consist of a lot of pills and this and that, and I don't want no more pills. Didn't like the the the, the uh, pain pills I had to take. That's one of the reasons why I'm off off of so many now because I fought five fought and I'm still fighting so hard to stay off of because them them them, them are them are hard narcotics that they give me. Well yeah and, and you're a scientist so yeah. you already know exactly just, you know exactly yeah, what it does to the body and I'm like exactly. I'm like I'm just gonna have to toughen up and realize that some of the things that you have in life you gotta be there and get through it. And that's what I tell myself every day. I get up from I can to I can. Mm. Don't focus on your can'ts. Focus on your cans. Mm. Mm. And what that does is make once you stay focusing on your cans, you realize that there really that, that there really wasn't a can't you can't do. Mm. You just gotta mm. find another way to do it. Wow. And that's what I taught myself. That's what I now communicate to my clients. Not only taking their fitness to the next level, but changing their cans into cans. Mm-hmm. But physical fitness, a lot of people think that they can't do certain things. My body just, I, I help coach them through that. So, that. so that component of fitness and exercise isn't as such a hurdle as they thought it was. Mm-hmm. And that's a big problem with with the uh, with the public right now and my clients that you know because they come through that door they they, they say hey and they see me um because I, I have a prosthetic but I still can't use it because of the wound has not healed on my left hip. Oh, I was wondering why you didn't use it as much. Yes, yes. I mean, I put it on, I put it on, but right now I'm not in the uh, I'm limited to wearing it because of the. A slight wound I still have on my hip that still has not closed. Okay. And with that okay. prosthetic on, it adds more pressure, and mm-hmm. and, and, and it keep from healing with that on. So, mm-hmm. so, so right now I have it, but I'm more my my mobility is more suited in a pair of uh, uh, forearm crutches and my power wheelchair. Okay. Okay. So when, when clients come to you, right, because you still have your clients. Yes. And did they stuck with you through this whole time? How'd you how'd your gym stay open? My gym, that's something else. That's a blessing and thank thankful, thankful to my clients. They all came together. Like I said, even nine months I was out the hospital, I still wasn't able to uh, get out there and start training. They all pretty much pulled 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 together the finances to keep my gym open mm-hmm. the lease uh electric uh whatever utility bills had to be maintenance on it they they pulled their uh all of their uh their finances together and they thought well he gave us so much this is something we can give back to him and I was very thankful for that there, not even knowing that of the effect that I truly had on my clients. And that let me know, that let me know that uh, I was here helping others more than just get past a physical fitness. I was helping them get through life. Yeah, yeah. Given, giving them the, the taking away the can'ts. 
like that's not just physical that goes into all areas of your life and you know the other thing that that speaks volumes with that whole process of them saving your gym is Uh that they believed that you would get back in that gym you know what I mean like it was yes a show of gratitude but they believed because they knew your mindset they knew you would be back in that gym teaching them again they okay. had such a high hope of me coming back and getting through this. Yep. That motivated myself and gave me even more. I, I just felt uh, there's, there's no way I can't get through this here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and, and to mm-hmm. this day, it's, 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 it's uh, you know, from I can't to I can. And, uh, and, it's, and it's, 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 I'm thankful. Yeah. Very thankful. Yeah, and I'm so glad that you're here sharing this story on GYSB Talks because it really is, there's so many layers to this. Like I said, it's not just the physical, it's the power of the mind, right? right? The power of your mind, your, you being an amputee with all of the other additional challenges that you have, that's not permanent because your mind is is in a, a place where you're still able to move forward. It may look a little different, a lot different, but you're still able to move forward. And you were definitely working your way towards being back in that gym, being back doing something that you love. That wasn't it for you. Listen, you got back out there and you, you're doing your thing and it is so inspiring. And I'm just so glad that you said yes to coming in on here and sharing this beautiful story. I know that you're not completely back to, you know, where you'd like to be as far as, you know, your, your current wounds, but I believe that's going to heal too. Absolutely. I have faith and I just keep pushing. That's what keeps, keeps me getting up each day and every day. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, <clears throat> didn't bring me this far to drop you off. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I appreciate you're familiar with that one there. Yeah. <clears throat> so, so I can't, I, I can't let uh, myself down. And uh, there's there, there's others that I can be the I can be a, 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 an example to, you know what I'm yeah. saying? That yeah. might need that extra, you know, might need to talk to somebody, might mm-hmm. need to see somebody else overcome something, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. See somebody else change their cans to their cans. Yes. So, like you were saying before about with the mental about about the mental process of it all, it's it's not that uh you know that uh I can't do something. Uh, uh, it's, it's, it's the power of the mind focusing on what I can do and finally figuring out I just got to find that other way because mm-hmm. it can be done too. Mm-hmm. So we, we sometimes get so stuck on what we can't do because that's the only way we did it mm-hmm. or that's mm-hmm. the only way we saw it done. Yeah. Now, to everything, there's not. There, there, there are several ways. Same thing with fitness. You see all the, the plans that's out there. You know, I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't lie to a client and say I'm the only way for you to get to your fitness goal. There are so many different ways for someone to get to their fitness goal. They just got to find the one that fits them. Mm-hmm. And with that, I can't. To I can. The things I was saying I couldn't do, I just had to stop. Stop focusing on how I did it then and focus on how I can do it now. Mm-hmm. That's what that's from my that's part of the, from my can 
to I can. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's, 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 it can get it can get serious. And uh, and like you said, you got to just train yourself, train your mind, and figure that you know, uh, I can't just sit here and focus on uh, how I used to do it. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. How how do how do people treat you now? I know you don't want to be looked on as with pity or anything like that. How have you mm-hmm. you know reconnected with friends and clients, and how how has that been this shift? Well, well, uh, you know, I could a lot a lot of times you know because because you you are in the situation you're in. Everybody I know is always wants to try and kind of over help mm-hmm. you know so you know that's something that you know uh, a lot of times a lot sometimes I just let them you know because you know it, it brings I know it brings some type of uh, uh, of, uh, of, of accomplishment for them to do do something but I speak up if it just gets excessive you know and uh, then they and, and, and by now, uh, pretty much those close to me know, you know, that if I need some help, they know I will reach out and touch somebody. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna sit there and struggle. I will if I need. I, I, they know that they don't always have to offer. You know what I'm saying? And they know they they know that I will reach out and, and I will reach out if I'm reaching out to ask. They know it must be something serious then. Yeah. Uh, just even my own mindset, I uh, I wanted to try to be able to accomplish a lot of things myself and keep my independent nature. Thankful in the past couple of years, my mom finally was able to go home, and I've been living independently now. Which, oh, nice. You know, that wasn't an easy, easy uh thing to, uh, to to for me to start doing because there was like just at home. And home chores, a lot of things, you know, I had to learn how to do and had to, you know, efficiently, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and get through it, you know, and get it done efficiently. Because uh, uh, if you're taking all day to do one job, you will back yourself up. You're going to need somebody to come through and, and, and finish up for you, you know? So although I'm not, there's just some things that, you know, I probably, don't do as as quickly or able to get done or through like like as in before, but being that my my uh, my, my my priorities my my everything's changed since this accident. Yeah. So you know I'm able to compartmentalize a lot of stuff. Okay, this takes me this long, uh, so I get this done and I'm able to start to do this. And I you got to learn how to shift and, uh, and budget your time. Yeah, when you're, yeah. When you're independent, like like I am, mm-hmm. and learning how to what needs to be done versus what you what you like to be done, mm-hmm. and work on the needs of the uh, of the priority, whatever responsibility it is, and uh, so that uh, you don't find yourself backed up with a bunch of things that have to be done, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's that that's that's one of the blessings that I'm thankful for that I was able to do all that budget my time correctly and be able to live independently. Now do you drive to the gym? Yes. Yes. I have You're a, driving again. Oh yes. That was another big accomplishment. Actually, you know, right now I'm driving a, a mobile wheelchair van. Before I was driving my uh my, my other car, which wasn't ADA adapted at all, 
But once I was able to drive, that was an accomplishment that I really, I really enjoyed doing. I want I want to just drive all around town, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. It, it, felt, it felt great, you know what I'm saying, being able to drive, uh, get myself this uh, mobility wheelchair van where my wheelchair parks up in the back of the van. I come up on the side door and it parks in the back and then my chairs, the front seats, the front buggy seats, they swivel. Uh, but I usually transfer myself from the back seat to the front seat. Yeah, because you're because you're strong like that. Yeah, my, <laughs> the, the, you know, that was one. That was a whole other thing that I had to work on. That strengthening in this. And I, let me tell you something, Carla. The first time I got in my gym, I swear, tears of joy was coming down my face. It felt so good. Wow. Now, of course, I was nowhere near in the shape that I was before this accident. You know, where before I was able to lift the sixties, the seventies, the eighties. Now I was lucky that being able to lift sixes, eights, and tens, right? Yeah, yeah. It was not. It, it was a. It was that was another drawn out battle of of strengthening myself. But I had a lot of uh, had a lot of a lot of support, a lot of support. They used to help yeah. me every day. We'd be in here, and we'd be at it, and I'd just come from come from crawling to walking, mm-hmm, walking mm-hmm. to jogging, and although uh, lunges aren't aren't in my exercise uh, function. I switched it to just one-legged squats. Oh, I've seen you uh, and the pull-ups. Yeah, mm-hmm. pull-ups and dips because I have a, the daily morning challenge. So I had to switch a lot of that up to adapt to what what my limitations are now. Mm-hmm. So, so you know, I basically everything I do, I learned to embrace embrace my limitations and appreciate my cans. Mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm. what's kept me going as well. Mm-hmm. What What would you say to people, like as we close? What would be your? I know you have some mantras, but what, like, what would you tell the GYSB audience? Uh, 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 whatever limitation you might have, embrace that, but appreciate what you can do because that's going to further, further push away and help you get over them limitations. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So don't, so don't, you know, like, like I said, at one point, I was acting like I didn't have no problems. That can be dangerous. Yeah. So embrace them limitations, you know, embrace and realize that, okay, this is where I'm at, but this doesn't, this isn't going to define me. Yeah. I'm going to appreciate the things I can do and through the actions, I'm going to keep pushing what I can do so that I can further uh, reduce the limitations of what I had when I started. Yeah. And that's, and that's, that's, that's pretty much uh, what uh, I try and explain to any, anybody that because that, uh, I get a lot of people that come in and they be like, can you talk to my mom, my, 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 my brother, my uncle, someone that, you know, are just now uh, uh, suffering an amputation up at the hospital. I've been up there a couple of times with individuals that suffered, you know, injuries even farther worse than I have. Mm-hmm. And so I come up in there and try and talk to them and give them positive feedback so that they can keep going. They can realize that whatever they think they can't do now, one day if you keep pushing, you can do in the future. Yeah. How do people get in touch with you or, or stay connected with you? 
Well, you know, they can uh, hit me on my Facebook, which is Thomas Hill. I'm Next Level Fitness, Thomas Hill, of course. Uh, IG, Mr. Next Level Fitness. That'll get you straight to me. You know what I'm saying? Okay. My posts, my posts, my, uh, my motivational posts, uh, guidance and, uh, and uh, educational posts. They're all posted on there as well. And I keep that public. They can email me at P. Carla, Carla jumped on me because I still got a hotmail. <laughs> and I was thinking about that this. as I was keeping this. Yeah, I kept I kept my hotmail, but it's P uh, as in personal, T as in trainer, underscore four, the numeral four, underscore U as in umbrella at hotmail.com. Again, it's PT underscore four underscore U at hotmail.com. Yeah, I'll, I'll put it I'll put it in the show notes, but I just wanted you to say it in case people are listening and they're not reading. Exactly. But I'll put every I'll put all your links down at the bottom. And you know, just thank you for your time. Thank you for sharing your story. I'm so glad that you're going back to the hospital and talking to people who might be new to mm-hmm. being an amputee and giving them that level of encouragement because I, I know they need it. I know I, they need it. Absolutely, um, absolutely. I see it and uh, you know I feel I feel I, I sit there and I feel their feel their, their their pains as they're going through it. I sit there and I and I sit there with them for you know so for how amount of time they might need me. Mm. But, uh, I thank you for uh, letting me tell my story again. You know, honestly, the more times I tell my story, the more it helps me get through it too. Okay. Because we all sometimes, every once in a while, you might find yourself, man, you know what I'm saying? But it's not healthy to stay there. Yeah, yeah. But the more times I tell my story, the less times I have them find situations as well. So thank you very much. Of course, of course. And if you all want to stay in contact with me, please do. You can find me on social media, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. G-Y-S-B movement is how you find me. Um, if you want to email me, I'm G-Y-S-B movement at gmail.com. I don't have a hotmail like oh, you. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Actually, I do have a Gmail account. I just don't know the uh that address. Okay, I'm gonna Ooh. need you to I'm gonna need you to find that one because uh, hot hotmail. We done with the hotmail. I didn't even know hotmail still existed. Yeah, I didn't know you can still yeah. use it. Uh, I'm old school. I'm old school. You are, but anyway, thank you. Okay, thank you very much. All content on this podcast and any linked blog, podcast, webinar, course, or video material is created and produced for informational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice and should not be relied on as health advice. The information is general and may not be suitable for your personal circumstances or complete health objectives. Do not use this content as a standalone resource to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease for therapeutic purposes or as a substitute for the advice of a health professional. Never delay seeking advice or disregard the advice of a medical professional based on our content here on this podcast. If you have questions or concerns about your health or medical condition, please seek guidance from a medical professional.